What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Free For All podcast, your source for all things geek. I'm one of your hosts, Josh Barnett, and alongside Trey Elliott. Yo! And fresh from a moist bag of dudes, Chuck Elliott. Chuck Elliott, Chuck Nally. <laughs> we, we have dick, dick, been dick, married. God, that'd be awesome. We, we, you would take his name? Yeah. I don't know, as long as he took my dick. <laughs> dick, 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 oh, that's dick. <laughs> the word of the day is... Dick. I was going to say, this is the part where someone says dick. Dick, dick. Well, I mean, that's your mating call. Take that's it how I found you. from the world's loudest <laughs> container, by the way. I don't know what you're talking about. All that fucking ice floating around in there. Hey, man, you got to have a cold drink. Yeah? How you guys doing? Pretty good. Hey, um, uh, quick question. What What's the name of that uh, crossbow thing that uh, Chewbacca The bowcaster? Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Did that you know worked that out great. Of- I saw him messing with it earlier, and I thought, man, it'd be funny if he shot Josh with that. And then I kind of had forgotten about it since. I definitely did not know that was about to happen. You got shot! That was amazing. For those listening, <laughs> Josh just got fucking ninja shot by, some bullshit. by a crossbow. That it's a bowcaster, you bitch. Whatever. It's like legit a bowcaster. Oh, it is legit a bowcaster. You're right. <laughs> That is wonderful. Yep. I was just excited I knew something about Star Wars that Trey hadn't responded to yet. <laughs> you looked like you were going to fucking pass out. Oh, that was great. Speaking of passing out, it got warm. It did get warm. What happened to winter? Winter lasted like Global six warming. days. <laughs> fucking Trump. You know, that thing Trump Climate denies change complete. is huge, okay? It's bigly huge, and it's here. It's all China's fault from what I understand. China. China. China, I'm sorry. Thank you. I forgot did the I, R. Did I catch a China in there? <laughs> Were you calling for a walkie-talkie? <laughs> you don't know what's going on, do you? I have no fucking clue. Tommy Boy, bro. God damn it. I need to watch Tommy that movie Boy. again. It's been a long time. Oh, great. Melted chocolate in the radiator. That really ups the resale value. That's got thin candy shell. <laughs> Surprised you didn't know that. that. So and this is what we do now. A thick candy shell on it. Yeah. Shut up, Richard. <laughs> it looks like somebody posted something in there now. Huh? Just just do your thing. What do you, this you is my do this was a this was a mistake to well, have this I asked a you why it was facing. on why it was on the selfie cam. Too late now, Chuck. Cause I want to see the glean. Oh, it's there. Yeah. I need to a little dust in here, a little little go bond. Oh, so take a uh, shine off. For speaking love of, God, of people please, watching go us. Away. Yeah, something. <laughs> no, I kinda wanna hear I'm we're gonna come back to the gold bond, Chuck. <laughs> I'm pissed at Chuck already, and it's getting worse. No, so I was reminded of this because um, <laughs> Brady's watching. Oh, shit. Um, no, I was reminded of this because we, we actually had some people start watching the stream. Uh, so I'm at uh, one of the Cleveland stores today, just like hanging out, minding my own business. And this kid comes in who was like a seasonal employee for me three years ago um, at the other Cleveland store. And he's like, hey, man, do you remember me? And I'm like, yeah, like, you know, vaguely. I don't remember his name or anything, but I'm. I, You're totally lying, though, right? No, no, I, I definitely you recognize don't him. shit. That's fair. I did. Re- he did look familiar. Fact. Let's put it that way. Anyway, he was like, he was like, randomly, I listen to you guys every single week. Like, without fail, you are the one podcast I will not miss. If he w- listens like, every week, how shit. is that random? Oh, it's random that, that he listened to that, us. Like, yeah, this not one, that he listened every week. Yeah, I'm week. pretty sure he was like a seasonal employee like the first year we did the podcast. That's uh, That ceases to become random when it's every week. Just let him know that. Welcome to arguing guy. semantics right now with what the fuck. Who cares? All that checks out. Yeah, right? 
I'm, I'm, pretty I'm busy. anti-semantic. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Fuck you. No, that was pretty good. That was, that was pretty good. Chuck tricked me eating a dog treat. Yeah, it did. It didn't take much. I was like, here, eat this. <laughs> it's not quite how it went. Josh is hungry. <laughs> I wasn't sure which part you were bullshitting about, and then I found out. I laid a, I laid a bunch of them on the, on the table and said, let's play a game, and started smacking his back. and like, <laughs> Put some peanut butter on him. No, you said, I wonder if these dog treats taste like cookie crisps. Because it, it looked like, like a cris- cookie yeah. crisp, and then you ate one, and I was like, "Oh, it must have been just a cookie crisp." You <laughs> gave it to me, and it was disgusting. Oh, it was it like probably tasted like a dog. Oh, uh, it was <laughs> the most dry thing I've ever eaten. That's not true. <laughs> I don't you, know what that means. Used to date my grandma. That is, she's got to be old as fuck. <laughs> that's all this shit. Point. That's where the dry, dry comment comes from. <laughs> she's the mummy. Oh man. <sighs> The original. Yeah. OG. <laughs> OG. The G says for grandma. <laughs> I wish I could say this isn't indicative of our show normally, but for the love oh, of God, it, totally it really is. is. This is the epitome of our show. Oh, <laughs> uh, you guys miss me, admit it. Yeah, that's not true. Yeah, Let's not get carried away. We have better titles, at least, and more than fucking three choices. This guy. <laughs> I'll take care of titles. Okay, I, I didn't quite the... say it like that. I said, somebody should probably do that. I guess I will. <laughs> All right, you know what? That is much more your speed. I guess I noncommittally agree to this thing, begrudgingly. <laughs> Shut up. Sassy Dishonored Mass says otherwise. <laughs> Uh, so, did you get all the poison out? Yeah. He used that moist bag of dudes. Yeah, I did. Just cure fuck, all your ales. Yep. Fuck sweated it out. Mm-hmm. Mm, that sounds awful. Yeah, how's that dog treat tasting? Awful. You still got some of your teeth, don't you? It's still there. It keeps showing you up. You and me uh-huh. both. And that moist bag of dudes. I was heavily involved in, apparently. Oh, heavily. <laughs> That's why it's so moist. Why wasn't oh. that the title? Moist bag of dudes? Yeah. We did, we, I think we said it. Didn't we say it? Um, it was one before? of the options. Oh, yeah. never mind. No, I yeah, don't we know. definitely. Maybe put it on I was there. worried about sensors. I don't know. I can't remember now. Well, all right then. Let's talk about video games. Yeah, let's do that. Let's talk about the games that we're playing because I'm in control. <laughs> Chuck, what's Trumpy Wall? I think you know. <laughs> well, it's it's bigly. I feel like you've talked about this already. No, we talked about Run from Trump. I know Run from Trump, but I swear to God, you. I have about no. Trump no I have not. Down, I never downloaded Trumpy Wall until this morning. You're a liar. Okay. Then I match the content of this game. All right. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Trumpy Wall, you're you're building a, a bigly wall. Literally, that's how it, the intro comes about. And then he says it's going to be huge, and it's all capital letters. It looks like Crossy Road. It's not from the guys who made Crossy Road. Heads up. Uh, <laughs> and you're making this a big fucking wall between the United States and Mexico. And you see how far you can go between alternating with uh, like red and blue. And that's the top of the, the wall. Evan would love this game because it's something stupid and repetitive okay. that fucking catch app would do. Like a zigzag. Type of game, but you're hitting okay. red and blue. So if the next tile is red, you hit the red button, and then they get faster and faster, and you're just trying to type, like press as many as you can. I made a almost a 500 step <clears throat> wall. That's impressive. wasn't quite huge enough. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that is 500 more steps than any wall. We're, yeah, that we're ever, ever going to get. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, that sounds like a game that's on the on the internet. It 100% does. That's all you got to say about it? I mean, there, it doesn't go much deeper than that. All right, that's fair. Uh, talk about some uh, Angry Birds Blast. Angry Birds Blast is uh, pretty fun. Uh, last year, uh, they came out with uh, Angry Birds Pop, I believe that was, uh, or uh, was that the yes. year before? I think it was last year. Yeah, it was last year. Okay. Um, this year, and this just came out a couple of weeks ago, Angry Birds Blast is essentially a um, kind of like a Candy Crush uh, take on uh, Angry Birds. three. Match three or more. Uh, actually, yeah, yeah. It's, t- it's two or more. All the Angry Birds are inside of like these little balloons that you're popping. You just touch them. If they make more than, like uh, I want to say, five, then they have a rocket that clears out a line, either vertical or horizontal, depending on uh, which direction it's pointing. Uh, and if you get, I want to say, six, it's a bomb that blows up a cluster of about eight in a circle. Uh, if you get nine... Um, it also does. Oh, it does. Uh, it's a it's a laser gun that blasts any other type of that uh, so balloon it's like color. The color clear. Yes, uh, the yellow ones are the yellow birds. Red ones, red ones, yeah, yeah, green, yeah. etc. Um, it's pretty fun. Uh, the same rules kind of apply that apply in, uh, the regular Angry Birds game. So, for instance, if there's you know regular Angry Birds, if there's a pig behind uh, a glass uh, wall, you can just blow right through it. But you have to hit the glass wall first. You can do that here too. If you pop one of the uh, sets of Angry Birds next to a glass wall, it dis- it gets destroyed. Uh, but then there's also wood and so sup girl sup. <laughs> you a little free grab there. Gives you some Angry Bird blast. Oh, that wasn't free. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna pay for that later. Yeah, I'm gonna give you a, a muzzle made out of dog biscuits. F- yeah, what's up? So that's Angry Bird blast. Yeah, so far uh, you can combine the superpowers, which is pretty cool. Um, so far, it was pretty easy until I hit this one spot, and I'm like, dude, I can't fucking get... Because there's little counters up at the top where uh, clear out, you know, 20 of the uh, the black bomber birds. Um, and I'm like, th- you're not giving me 20 options. I can't fucking clear them out. Help me. But they won't. Okay. That's how mobile games go. Yeah. They're all built to just, like, frustrate Pay you. to unlock this, you son of a bitch. <laughs> pretty much. You have to pay and for And Josh goes, bird. okay, stop it. Kind of. Yeah. Like, early on, he says that. About 30 seconds into the game. I'm like, I really want all these gems, so I'm just going to go ahead and buy them. There you go. It's only five bucks. Who cares? <laughs> it's only five bucks every three hours. <laughs> <laughs> How many of those uh, packs did you buy for Fallout Shelter, like, the day that you started playing it? I bought a pack of five. You bought more than one pack. No, I didn't. I did not. The lunch boxes, I did not. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, it's truism. I'm just telling, it's the, truism? I'm just telling the folks <laughs> yeah. at home it's truism. about how you did it. Well, I'm so glad this has turned around on me now. Thank you so much. It usually does. <laughs> uh, Trey, what is up and under? Uh, Y'all will be there. <laughs> uh, it's, it is, it we don't have be, much content this week, we folks. We do not. It, is, it should be a catch-up game. It is not a catch-up game, but it should be. God, please tell me this is sponsored by Mike, Michael McDonald. Please. <laughs> it please. is sponsored by Michael McDonald. Yeah. That's not true. And uh, it is the most simple of games. So you are a paper airplane. Okay. Um, I'm with you. Very exciting. Okay. And uh, there are literally uh, blue, like, blocks of varying sizes. Those or, things or were lengths. blue? Yes, they were blue. They were white as fuck. <laughs> you colorblind son of a bitch. Um, that you have to fly the air- paper airplane under. Yes. And there are red blocks that you have to pl- uh, fly it over. Oh, this seems like it would be difficult for you. I mean, no. I could tell red from white, which is what those are. They're not blue. The background is white anyway, no. whatever. Uh, so you, if you 
put your finger on the screen. Like if you tap down on the screen, then you fly under. If you let go, you fly over. Simple. Literally just you doing this. Yep. Uh, rolling whatever. it out. Just yep. All oh, the yeah. time. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, That's why I like it. rolling with the homies. Rolling it out with the homies, yeah. God damn it. I can make our phrase better and your phrase worse at the same time. <laughs> um, yeah, and I mean, it is literally, so it's it's randomly generated. Like, you have, like, level one, two, three, four, whatever, like, level, like, ten or some shit at this point. Um, not very far in. But, like, if you crash and you fail a level, level ten doesn't look the same the next time. It's, like, totally procedurally generated. And it picks um, up, like, where you died, like, at the beginning of that level every time. Exactly, yeah, which kind of... I don't know if like maybe just each level gets progressively harder, even though it looks different. But there have been a couple of times where it randomly like generates, and then there's like literally like the whole level is just blue until like the very last one. So it's really fucking easy. Like it's like the the whatever algorithm they use just fucks up and gives you just an absolutely simple level. And then other ones you're just like flying up and down like a whole whole lot, uh, and it's it's way tougher. The difficulty seems to kind of be everywhere, but um, it's a fun. It's like a bathroom game. It is. It is absolutely like ketchup. It's a dump game. You can call, call it what it is. It's a dump game. Bathroom game. It's a dump game. It's a dump game. It's a dump game, Trey. Uh, okay. Stop trying to class it up around here. It is all right? a dump game. We were shopping for dick coffee mugs <laughs> and dig Halloween masks. Dick, 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 dick. Anyway. Uh, um, yeah, that's it on that one. Sorry. I thought I was about to start talking about another game, but I realized you haven't called on me yet. <laughs> but you are about to start talking about another game. I just want to yeah. let you know, in the time that we've been talking about Up and Under, uh-huh. Evan has downloaded it and tripled your high score. Th- that is absolutely true, uh, it, which is even crazier because... Evan, play Trumpy Wall. There is no high score in this game. <laughs> there were scores. No, there were not. It I is just it. go from one level to the next. That's not true. There was a score up in the top left corner. I don't know what you were seeing. You should pull that up again. You right? also saw the red squares, or, or the blue squares is white, so... I only see in black Let's and white, face right? it, you don't know much. Talk about Star Wars Force Arena while I download up and under and prove you wrong. Um, Star Wars Force Arena is uh, a new Star Wars mobile game that is essentially a MOBA combined with a deck-building game. Um... It's pretty deck. cool. I am very deck, 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 deck. <laughs> All that checks out. Um, it is um, I'm like super early in on it, but basically you have like each side has a hero. Obviously, either you know, like I, the first match I played was uh, the opponent was Darth Vader, and I was Luke Skywalker. Uh, and then you have all you these shows. Luke Skywalker? No, it, well, it's the only one they let you start out with, oh. like for the first few matches or whatever. But um, you each have a base, and you have turrets in front of that base. Um, that make it more difficult to get to said base, and there are lanes um, that you have to, to go down, and basically the entire game is uh, within a certain amount of time you have to destroy the other team's base. Um, if you don't succeed in time, it, neither base is destroyed by the time the time runs down, um, you do get points for every turret that you destroy, so whoever basically has the most points at the end if a base isn't destroyed is who wins kind of by default. Um, the the deck, uh, deck building side of it, though, is you, free to play, like you get, um, you can earn packs of cards or you can buy them. Um, and Go ahead and download that one, Josh. <laughs> uh, spend ten bucks. Nope. It actually is a pretty, um, uh, a pretty fun game so far. But you, those decks of cards have like different um, heroes that you can use, which are like your again your main characters um, have different like um, kind of foot soldiers that you can use. And there are also ships in this game. So like I got an X-wing, and you can drop the X-wing down, and it literally does like a bombing run across the. The whole map, um, oh. which is pretty badass. Like, the art in it is really, really good. It looks um, nice. It plays really, really well. I mean, it's 
a, a very kind of dumbed down version of a mobile because you're just tapping to like so you know, say like kind of whatever. auto attacking when you get uh, think think like um, RTS in terms of like you know click to go here or tap to go here or double tap to sprint <laughs> there. Uh, you can just hit the troops and they'll spawn right next to your hero, or you can like take the card. There's like three little cards in the bottom right of the screen. You can kind of drag them out and place them anywhere on the map you want, and they'll drop there. But um, like some of the training had some cool um, like troops that I don't have unlocked yet, like snipers and all kinds of crazy stuff like that. Um, and like Luke Skywalker had like a crazy. Um, it's like on a <laughs> cooldown, but it has like a super ability where he just kind of wipes out everything in front of him. Um, but yeah, overall, I, is it I, a super bitch power? It is a super bitch power. It's called Tashi Station. <laughs> yeah, power converters. Um, but yeah, so far, I mean, everything in it. it there's some like um, some really cool characters and stuff. We got, I got like a uh, I unlocked a whole troop of of Wookies that I can use now in battle, um, and a few different. Is it Tarful? No. Damn. Sorry, just random Wookies, just miscellaneous Wookies. Oh, miscellaneous Wookies. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. Um, anyway, but yeah, no, not as good as chocolate chip Wookies. But <laughs> <laughs> I got him! Yeah, oh, you fucker! <clears throat> All right, well, yeah, that sounds fun. Uh, they've been teasing that thing for a while. It's like one of those like, pre-register games. Uh, yeah, that had, like kept showing up. I've seen like Facebook ads all over the place for it. Uh, it seems also, like a freemium as fuck game, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is. I mean, it's EA, so uh, I believe those are called uh, quasi-free. <laughs> uh, also, update up and under, not on Android, so can't prove. Yeah, wrong. suck it. Fuck you with your stupid iOS bullshit games. Uh, talk about what I'm sure is also an iOS bullshit game in Mysterium. Oh, uh, yeah, so Mysterium, I've, sorry, I've played the, um, actually played the board game a lot more than I've played the mobile game, but the mobile game is essentially just a mobile version of, um, of the board game. So I think both of you guys have played Dixit, right? In fact, I know Chuck yeah. has, because we played it. Dixit. Um, Dix. <laughs> man, I, yeah, that was a long time coming. Um, Ew. Yeah. <laughs> All that was intentional. Um, so it's Liar. by the same guys who make that, um, so it, it's kind of like Dixit meets um, Clue. And so it's up to seven players. Um, the board game version is obviously you're playing against, you know, with computer, with AI if you're um, playing on the mobile app. But one um, one person is the ghost, the person who got killed. Um, and then the other um, one to six people are basically trying to figure out what happened. Uh, and the way you do that is you all have um, your own specific person, like place and thing that could potentially be it and the ghost knows kind of who what everybody has and there are all these um different cards laid out so everybody starts trying to figure out their person and there are eight different people um like little cards with different people on them uh and you are given a random kind of like abstract art card um very similar to what dixit looks like they're just random photos of all kinds of weird shit um but that is supposed to give you a clue about what person you are um so like i've had one where um like, there was a picture with, like, a bunch of stuff, but one of the ma- major things on this desk was a big ma- magnifying glass, and I was the detective. Um, and so you basically guess, and then other players can um, either can also make wagers on whether or not they think you're right or wrong and get potential points based on uh, whether or not they were right that you were right or right that you were wrong. Um, and then from there, basically, you just... Um, once you get your person right, you have seven rounds to get your person right, and then you go on to your place, and then once you get your place, you go on to the weapon, 
Um, and then at the end, basically, anybody who, once everybody gets to the end, or if, if everybody's able to get to the end, then you basically um, get, like, a, another series of clues to try to deduct which of the, like, people is the actual, you know, combination of three that... Um, the, the solution? Yes. Thank you. I don't know why I, <laughs> that word eluded me, but it sure did. Um, but, yeah, no, it's, it's like, it, I definitely... So you played this on mobile? Yeah, it's it's pricey though it's seven dollars on yeah, android it is on ios as well uh, i mean the board game is like 45 bucks so it's still way cheaper uh, than that. the board game um but the board game to me is is a lot more fun just because you you're dealing with like a big group of people versus just playing against a bunch of ai um but the theme of the board game like had me intrigued enough that i just said fuck it and picked up the mobile app too um can you uh um, it's just not as fun because it's not as interactive is it multiplayer it is not it's not really. It's just all AI. Are you sure you just couldn't figure out a way, or you don't know anybody? I mean, ask? that I guess is technically possible. I just don't have friends, and I'm trying to save face. Uh, <laughs> but oh, no, that, that I saw, there is no, there is no like, online multiplayer. I uh, just a little, but um, but yeah, no. It's if you got some money to blow, or if you're a board game fan for sure, um, you should check it out. Mysterium, it's good cool. stuff. Because if it's like you know, cross compatible. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be a bad game to play with I other would, people. Yeah, I would get it for $7. I will double check. You should you should figure it out, Trey. Okay. I'll well, figure it out. I think that's the last mobile game, right? We uh, have Super Stickman Golf. Yeah, I was going to say, do you want to talk about a little Super Stickman Golf 3? I mean, we don't have anything else to really talk about that much. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> it's been a slow game. It really has, man. Uh, we, we were talking about first quarter of uh, 2017. Turns out January wasn't really part of that. Nope. Yeah, like Resident Evil's out. and Kingdom Hearts 2.8 are about it. I mean, I am excited for Resident Evil. I don't think I'm ever going to play it, but I want to give it a shot. But anyway, Super Stickman Golf 3. Okay, so anybody who's never played Super Stickman Golf 1 and or 2, um, it's essentially just like kind of like a putt-putt, uh, very simple golf game. Uh, they when they first came out they they cost money but they've been free for a while now you can get all three of them actually for nothing uh, you can upgrade your guys and stuff like that but uh, the um, the first one was just very simple you're trying to go through these levels uh, once you got far enough there were some interesting courses like that had a lot of water had a lot of sand and then um, on the second one they introduced uh, alternate um, uh, balls. I get Trey's attention again, uh, <laughs> but they had uh, like sticky balls that would let you like stick to the did. stick to the wall. They had uh, ice balls, uh, which would freeze water if they landed on them. Uh, also, all... it became like a playing surface. Yes, oh, that's cool. Um, and then they carried all that over to Super Stickman Golf Three, but um, I haven't played a ton of it. the The biggest uh, thing they added to this year was the uh, gravity. Have you gotten to the gravity levels yet? No, I've only played about four courses in total. Okay, the gravity levels are awesome. They're they're just they're just like uh, patches in the air. Siri has woken up. Sorry, <laughs> like that bitch. Let me check on that. I got you, son. God, I wish Siri talked like that, or you could like mod you could it you could change your voice to like that. Uh, Let you me can check make her, on that. You can make her British. So close. Let me check on that. Oi, oi, <laughs> tea and strumpets. Um. Anyway, so there's little patches in the air that have uh, directions, um, and if you hit it into those patches, it just goes crazy in that direction to the point where uh, if it's pointing straight up and it's at a wall, you'll just get stuck upside down on the wall, and you have to hit it down through the gravity or use a sticky ball and stick it to the wall okay, um, somewhere else. 
So. Yes, Sticky Ball. <laughs> Trey's back. Woo! Is it multiplayer, Trey? Yes, it is. I'm Aha! <laughs> and, and, you lonely you? loser, son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, and and cross-platform. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. Let's all spend money. I'm not doing that yet. I might. It's good. If you like Clue, it's fucking worth it. All right. I like Clue. I don't like... Uh... <coughs> Bless you, sir. Thanks. I... You don't like what? Uh... I forgot. <laughs> Josh? Is that where I was going with that? Pretty much. So that's Super Stickman Golf. Yeah, get it. It's free. It's it's a lot of fun. And uh, there's multiplayer uh, where uh, you can take turns. Being totally tubular? Yeah. Just like that. Hanging 10? Hanging 10. Fucking Josh. <laughs> uh, All that checks out. <laughs> but, um, no, like, you don't have to consistently play together. Like, I could do, take a turn, and then just. It's just, it's like. Whenever you wake up from your day coma. Uh, it happens can, often. <laughs> then you can, yeah, it's just like test force. Okay, yeah, I'm like I'm eventually gonna play you, and I'm sure you'll just destroy me in it. I mean, yeah, I, don't know, I was like 26 under. Par oh, you can spin first. it. Um, yes, that's oh, new is that too. New? Yeah, you can spin the ball after it lands. Fancy. I do notice that. Yeah, basically, you can choose to spin it after it's already like come to almost a complete stop, mm-hmm. and then it, it just like shoots in that direction. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Cool. Uh, that is going to finish it for uh, the unofficial mobile minute, though. I have been playing a little game called Stories, The Path of Destiny. Uh, this is a game that's been out on Steam for a little while, came out on PlayStation a few months ago, and was free as a PlayStation Plus game last month. Uh, this is, like, sneaky one of my favorite games of the year, though. 2016? Uh, I believe it was 2016 on Steam. It's uh, Path of Destinies. Uh, but basically, so this is a game that is kind of like playing through edge of tomorrow but it has like almost batman style combat so it is like a cel-shaded story in which you are this former hero uh renardo who is like a fox the whole world is is like uh anthropomorphic animals uh you are a fox who used to be like a huge like hero who is retired who gets kind of dragged back into this conflict between just an empire and a rebellion like literally star wars style um but the the cool thing is, is like with each level you make a choice. The whole thing is told uh, through a narrative storyline. Uh, there's somebody who is like reading the story to the player as it goes along, kind of like uh, what was it Bastion did that? Yeah. Um, yeah the art, the art was... in this game is very similar to Bastion. It's pretty. Yeah, it's it's a really fun game, and like yeah, as you go through the storybook, as it's like giving you the cutscenes for each uh, each decision, you you do come to a decision, and basically you follow this path. And the whole point is you're trying to learn these four different truths about the story in general. Uh, as you get to the end of the game, and it usually is four decisions to get to the end. Something happens usually. Your character dies or the world ends in some fashion and the storybook like flips back to the beginning and you start over with that knowledge that you had before. And like so you shooting this girl's face off? Oh, I don't recall that ever happening. Shit. <laughs> that is an interesting way to go. Damn. Uh, but basically, yeah, it's really cool because it is like learning from your mistakes and trying to piece together. There's 24 endings in total. Um, my one main complaint about that storyline, the way that it works, is th- when you ha- when you finally unlock all four truths, it actually like gives you a like an indicator of what the correct path is to go, which really sucks. Like I wish you could just kind of figure it out and stumble on it your own, but literally there's like a giant golden key as an icon on the storyline path that will actually get you to the end of the game. 
Um, Interesting. Yeah, there's a great little like upgrade system as well in terms of like unlocking new abilities. The combat is very much like Arkham, a, a dumbed down Arkham. But there's counterattacks. There's uh, grab and throw abilities. Basically, you can bounce back and forth between all your enemies. You get. Uh, runes to be able to build like better versions of swords that have like fire ice or like speed powers basically Mm -hmm. you can collect gems to put in your gauntlets that give you different abilities as well it kind of is just like a really addictive fun game that they gave away for free um last month i think it's like 15 bucks normally um totally so it was on ps4 Mm -hmm. it was was free yeah it's not free anymore nope shit is that actually what my plan is? So I might have to. Yeah, actually, I downloaded it. Uh, Will posted about it. I think he was having um, his kid play about a month and a half ago, like right after it became free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I was like, "Oh, that looks cool. I wonder how much it is." And I went and looked it up, and it was like it's free on PlayStation Plus right now. And so I downloaded it and started playing it. It's a ton of fun. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I've not had PlayStation Plus in months. <laughs> so. That is weird. I guess not weird. I've had I mean, it, but I haven't fucking used it. I don't feel like I've renewed anymore. it. Somewhere <laughs> along the lines, I must have gone to the yearly subscription, which I plan to do anyway, but I don't remember doing that. Uh, or it's just secretly charging my credit card or not and keeping me on plus. I don't know how it's working, but I have not gotten a notification about being charged $17 in like a long period. And I Maybe Wendy gave you months. that hookup. That's fair. She's hacked your account. That's not good. Uh, I hacked your Xbox, though, hon. No. It's Maybe never going to work right it, again. It's it awesome. Fuck, it does it's wonderful. So <laughs> it really doesn't work for me, but either way, uh, yeah, that's totally a game that people should check out. I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I want to. I'm going to keep it up on uh, this right here and uh, log into your account later. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> while you're doing that, you should also talk about uh, Sid Meier's Civilization Six. So, uh, spoiler alert, this is up for, like, game of the year for me. Uh, Damn. Those games are always fantastic. This is, okay, so, this year for games, there's been a lot of good games, but to me, there's been very few, like, actual great games, like, uh, trend setting. It has felt like Um, a very down year. It's been mediocre. Um, Not a whole lot of, like, super big letdowns, but not anything that was like, oh, shit, you know? Um, yeah, there's like two or three that none are of those games close, are the fucking king. It. They're not the fucking king, uh, except for one. Sid Meier's Civilization Six is the best RTS of all time, and it's not close. Uh, everything about this game is meticulously detailed, like all of it. You can go into every single city, and cl- there's so many menus. They they had so many menus is and so in, much information is it in VR. It could be. That'd be awesome. I wouldn't be surprised. That shit. <laughs> I would not be surprised. There's so much information that they cram into that without it feeling busy. Uh, also, um, I'll let you guys listen to it before the show. The soundtrack is incredible. It really um, is. Yeah, it, it is. It's amazing. Beautifully scored. Um, it's also perfectly voiced by one Mr. Sean Bean, who could voice anything. Yeah, Bormir. Um Or it, any of the several no, he's just characters where he dies. <laughs> Uh, which is all of them, um, besides Legends. But then that show got killed. So uh, he, did, <laughs> he went to jail, but did not die in National Treasure. He died in jail. Syphilis. Oh, okay. Uh, have you like been nuked by Foster Jenkins? Uh, yes. She also died of syphilis. Spoilers. I might have eventually watched that movie. Have zero interest in seeing it. Is a it is a fucking biographical picture about a woman with syphilis who died from it. 
That is not ago. the crux of the story. I did not know she means. had syphilis going into that movie. She, yeah, she it's gets not it like when some she's big like, reveal. <laughs> no, it's not. Like, it's not. It, syphilis doesn't just jump out. It's how it's she like, dies, ah, but it's not why syphilis. she lived. Surprise syphilis is a thing, all right? It Surprise happens. Surprise syphilis? Uh -huh. To Josh. It happens. It is a thing that happens, and it is a real and ailment. apparently Mary now. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Anyway, uh, Sip <laughs> Six, um, I have um, here, here's a pro tip. If you go in trying to do everything, you're not going to do anything. Um, civilization is about winning via uh, domination, where you destroy everybody through war. Uh, science, where you are the first person to launch into space and create a space station. Uh, culture, where you get enough culture points where everybody else just fucking gives up because you're oh so fucking cultured. And then money. You have so much money, you can essentially buy everything. Uh, so um, I have done uh, religion, uh, which is actually not money. It's religion, which is kind of hand in hand in today's times. But anyway. Oh, uh, topical. <laughs> uh, but I use Gandhi. Um, and uh, I was gonna say, have you been nuked by Gandhi yet? Because that is definitely a thing. I, it, I thought oh, you yeah. said a used Gandhi, like, <laughs> like he's pre-owned. <laughs> I prefer my Gandhi new. I thought you were still talking, in the shrink. I thought you were talking about more like a used Gandhi, like a used condom, which is weird. Yeah, is that what you call condoms, Gandhis? <laughs> yeah. Hang on, I gotta go get a Gandhi. Yeah. Before I put my penis in you, <laughs> let me put a Gandhi on it. It's on a hunger strike. <laughs> What? That's why it's so small? Is that why you can fill its ribs? <laughs> yeah. All <of> these things. <laughs> yeah, all these things. Uh, Josh's dick. <laughs> dick has ribs. Practices peaceful protests. It heard about being ribbed for her pleasure and figured. Who just. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Is your dick on a sit in? Shut up. <laughs> Those little tiny glasses. <laughs> Why they gotta be tiny glasses? It's a tiny dick. <laughs> Surprised you didn't know that. <laughs> oh. oh shit! Oh my god! Oh my face hurts. <sighs> anyway, oh, I can't see through the tears. <laughs> Civilization is a, just a glorious game. If you've got the, the opportunity and the means to get it, <laughs> fucking get it. It's it's awesome. It's it's perfect. Uh, I, I don't know anything that's wrong with it, or I can't find anything wrong with it at all. I'm sure somebody can. I'm sure somebody not has. Not this guy. Yeah. Not this guy. Ooh, man. You should talk about Civ Six more often. That was wonderful. Yeah, maybe I will. Yeah. All right. Yeah, but I think we're going to go ahead. That's uh, pretty much all the games we have to talk about right now. So uh, we're going to hear a quick word from our sponsors and be right back. Have you ever had the burning desire to express hatred for normal, everyday things? The kind of burning hatred that's normally reserved for that asshole who intentionally ran over your childhood dog while flipping you the bird and giving your mom the business, but you simply can't find words strong enough? Well, you might be one of millions suffering from HD, hyperbolic dysfunction. Hi, I'm Josh Barnett, free-for-all podcast host and world-famous human hyperbolic chamber. 
and I'm here to tell you about Hatralis, the new hyperbole enhancement supplement that's sure to improve your ability to show the world just how much you can despise something. So the next time someone tells you some heartbreaking news, you can go from this... Tim Burton has actually signed on to direct a Kurt Cobain biopic with Kevin James and Melissa McCarthy playing Cobain and his widow, Courtney Love. Wow. That sounds like a really, really bad time. To this. Tim Burton has actually signed on to direct a Kurt Cobain biopic with Kevin James and Melissa McCarthy playing Cobain and his widow, Courtney Love. What the fuck? That sounds worse than being trapped in an AIDS internment camp on free dirty needle day in the middle of the hottest summer ever when the entire place smells like rotting cunt flesh. Ask your doctor today about Hatralis and to see if it's the right choice for you. And remember, if your hatred dies down after just four hours of ranting, you clearly haven't taken enough and I fucking hate you for it. And we're back. Thank you, sponsors. As always, I'm sure that you loved sponsoring that segment that we just finished. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those are the best sponsored segments. Devil, uh, Barry, Devil Barrel Whiskey or whatever the fuck sponsor we just played <laughs> is really a fan of tiny glasses on <laughs> Well, let's get right into the news. Let's. There's so much of it to news talk me. about. It's <laughs> news all over me, Josh. Ooh. Oh, I said it. It doesn't matter. It's kind of <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway, continue. Can we stop? Uh, we can. That was the last one, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> uh, so, footage, <laughs> uh, footage of a leaked Halo Megablocks game came out within the last couple of weeks. I remember hearing about this like way back in the uh, PS3, Xbox 360 days. Uh, there's a pretty good sizable amount of footage out there. But it looks like it would have been, like, really cool. Um, 343 has actually since come out and said with the amount of popularity that that video has garnered that they actually may revive it here in the future, which is cool. That would be okay. Um, yeah. I thought, I thought it looked really neat. Yeah, and um, I, I like how uh, it, it felt like it was trying to be kind of a, a, a legitimate third-person um, game, not like uh, a lot of the Lego attempts. Um, so the controls seemed like it was it was better f suited for that particular genre. Yeah, the Lego games are fun a lot of the times, but uh, or at least most of the time. But they are a very very like unique like control scheme and setup, and they are very 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 like carbon copy of one another. Like they always add something, but even like this most recent um, like Lego uh, Force Awakens um, tried to add like a cover based like shooting mechanic. I mean, and it's Really serviceable, but it's not. I mean, it's not good. You're not like, oh shit! Like this is a badass <laughs> third person shooter. <laughs> like it's just kind of a thing you have to do before you can go like knock some other shit down and make Lego bricks out of it. Right. Which is the kind of fun thing to do in those games. But, um, but yeah, this definitely looked a little more. It almost looked like it reminded me of like Banjo Kazooie. Yeah. But with Halo like characters and shooting. Um, well, obviously. Oh, the best thing was when he threw up that bubble shield, and it was like the legit Lego or Mega Block Lego. Or, God damn it, Mega Block shield from the Halo sets. Yeah, with like the four circles on it for you to like stack yeah. things yeah. on and everything. It was really cool. Um, like the building turrets out of the Mega Blocks, things mm -hmm. like that. Um, or turrets. Yeah, one or the other. You can build turrets if you want. <laughs> uh, either way, Everybody like loves turrets. 
It would have been cool. Apparently, uh, come to find out that like the reason that Halo is with Mega Bloks and not with Lego is that they don't do guns in Halo or in uh, Lego. Apparently, even though they've made the exception for Star Wars, I guess it's because they're like laser guns. They they like won't take any property that is that would require them to use guns. Mega Bloks will. Mega Bloks. They've got Walking Dead. They've got Call of Duty. Duty. Yep. Destiny. Mm hmm. There's Mega Bloks Destiny. Yeah, yeah. You can come get them. No thanks. At my store. It's okay. They are buy one, get one half off. No thanks. For the love of everything holy, please come buy some. No. They're cool looking. Yeah, no one is ever going to buy them. I almost bought one Eventually, for my I'll son probably for just Christmas. get to like, just take them all home. Wow. And then. I mean, you just... could do it now if you wanted to. No one would notice. That's for damn sure. <laughs> I mean, you didn't notice when I took that rack of gummy bears earlier this week. I mean, everybody else does. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, people steal candy from those places because it's easy. That's Especially fair. employees. Oh, okay. Hey, I didn't bring enough money to have food today. <laughs> Let me get, get some of them gummy worms. Gummy worms. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Haribo. That was an amazing <laughs> reenactment. <laughs> yeah. That's how they eat. <laughs> For the love of God. Um, <laughs> moving on here. So, scale bound is no longer a thing. I was kind of upset about this news. I, I don't know if I was going to get it like right offhand. Uh, it's going to be one of those like, I guess Watch Dogs s kind of games for me, like something I'd probably want to play but not buy for full price right when it came out. But uh, it was, I mean, it was an uh, you know exclusive title for my favorite console, so I was excited about that. Yeah, it looked I, pretty. I definitely wasn't like I wouldn't call myself looking forward to it just because it didn't really look like my kind of game, but. Um, Does I mean, anything? No, these days, no. Uh, <laughs> Mysterium. Mysterium, right. A board game in digital form. Correct. You fuck. That's kind of that's kind of <laughs> where I'm at. What the fuck? Turns out Mysterium sounds a lot like Hey Siri. Um, <laughs> Hold on. Let's, wait, let's test it out. Mysterium. Nope. You do it. Mysterium. Nope. Mysterium, what you guys doing today? No, no that works. Anyway. Hey, Cortana. <laughs> what if I felt was just like fuck you, bro? <laughs> uh, Do not make me laugh. <laughs> uh, fuck, I don't even remember what you're talking about now. Mysterium. Scalebound. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I agree with Chuck in that. Like, it's a bummer that it's an Xbox exclusive that won't see the light of day. Um, but you know, also Xbox has a lot of exclusive titles. Both out and coming out, not so so much still on the coming out front right now. Like not I mean, announced without E three even like you know on the horizon. There's still two major releases scheduled for this year. There's Halo and there's Crackdown. Yeah, um, which Crackdown you know is part of Sea of Thieves and Sea of Thieves. You're is right. that coming out this year? Yep, those two. Okay, so, so that's, that's three, three. plus E three. I guarantee you there'll be at least one or two more. I'm sure there will. Um, I was Sunset really Overdrive two. God, please let that happen. It's Insomniac. I'm telling you, that's that game's going to go multi-platform if it ever gets made again. Um, um, which would be cool shit still, because, I mean, people like that game. So, Rise, Son of Rome 2. No one wants it. I mean, I'd play it. God damn it. The man. evolution no one of Mac 2 either, but that shit's happening. Yeah, well, you complain about the that. The evolution of Rise. You're going to play that been, too. The evolution of Rise is called For Honor, and that would have been just as good. That's fair. <laughs> Uh, For Honor is way more deep in the combat than Rise is. Right. 
a game that like came out almost five years ago, Josh. Significantly more deep. Um, either way, this is That's one what of those happens games. in five years of development cycle time. No. Okay. No. Um, this is one of those games that I was actually really stoked for when it was first announced. Uh, it's Platinum Games. It was Kamiya, who is like their main uh, developer, who makes he's like the Bayonetta guy. That um, was supposedly like they had sold this as the thing that Platinum does best, which is character action um, combined with the thing that Microsoft do- does best, which I was assuming is some sort of like cloud-based server, you know, interactive gameplay or or multiplayer gameplay. Um, but apparently this was just a mess. They had, like, failed to meet dates, like, left and right. Uh, Kamiya is reportedly taking time off for mental health reasons. Uh, Deve- yeah, like, developers, like, they've just been all over the place with this. Um, I actually thought the gameplay looked awful the last couple times I saw it. Oh, I thought it looked fun. Yeah, I know Evan was, like, really excited for it when he actually saw the gameplay. I thought it looked bland and boring. I was worried about that game, like, from the get-go, unfortunately, after I actually saw the gameplay itself. But... Um, either way, it is sad to see um, this, and then you combine that with what was the other game that got? Oh, it was, uh, Phantom Dust. Yeah, they got canceled. Um, it's been a while since we've seen Crackdown. Like, obviously, I hope these exclusives come out. They Quantum Break came out this year, which was a game that's incredibly forgettable. I mean, I, I, I disagree with so. that completely. But really? and, and basically, everyone that's on this podcast, but you probably disagrees with that. But. I mean, it wasn't just Quantum Break. I mean, we saw Recore. Now, Recore is a slightly forgettable game, but it is a, um, I mean, it is an exclusive that they advertised. That I mean, don't forget all year. the indie download games, too. I mean, yeah. there's a few of them coming out this year, uh, including Cuphead, Cuphead and, yeah. and Below, hopefully Below. Inside was Xbox Inside. exclusive. No, yep. it wasn't. Yeah, it was. It's out on PlayStation. It is now. It was, it it launched was for as like two weeks. It was not two weeks. It was at least several months. It was it was very very quick. Like people talked about the the quick turn turnaround time of that. Either way, I'm not like shitting on Xbox right now. I'm just saying like it is sad to see uh, some of these games getting canceled and, and just in general. So um, it's kind of out of nowhere that this happened too. Like people were talking about that possibly being a Scorpio launch game along with Crackdown, um, in order to actually like just kind of be like one of those like showcase games. Like really taking advantage of the new hardware, but yeah, and I now, mean that's something called Halo Six. Yeah, there's uh, I mean, it's not gonna be a Scorpio launch game. It probably isn't, but I mean, they'll probably show some footage. I guarantee you this year at E3 of of Halo Six running on a Scorpio. Um, either way, I mean, I think Xbox is gonna have no you know shortage of exclusives at this point. If you take away the insane number of like random super niche jrpgs that are on the ps4 um as far as like triple a like uh kind of widely received games i think xbox has still has a slight advantage over i think it's a significant advantage until this year this year sony is guns blazing as long as they all come out you talking Um, about 2017 yes yeah they got what horizon Uh uh-huh what else Uh, well games games that are in the pipeline right now, as, gone as, as far as exclusives, um, not necessarily this year, but just exclusives that we we actually know about right now. There's God of War, there's um, Days Gone, there's Detroit Become Human, Horizon Zero Dawn, The Last of Us Part Two, Death Stranding, um, 
Yeah, that's a solid fucking lineup of games. No, yeah, it's been, yeah. and and like, look, I Xbox has had some great games as well. If the controller would ever fucking work for me, I would probably enjoy playing some of them. That's a you um, problem. It really is. That thing <laughs> hates me and my brother apparently too. We couldn't get a game of Gears going to save our lives the other night. Like it was three hours of trying and just talking on Xbox li- or on our phones. While Xbox Live failed on me repeatedly, and my controller kept disconnecting, we would get like 10 seconds into the story. I think I got to point in that first level where I was using the Hammer of Dawn to kill that spider locust or whatever. The corpser. And then uh, the the game just crapped out completely on me. And we tried to play some multiplayer after that. It oh. was just a shit show. Gears of War 4 this year was yeah. kind of a big thing. Uh, Forza yeah, Horizon. Like one, of my, one of my five most anticipated games of, well, five, that's probably not true. One of my ten most anticipated games this year is an exclusive for Microsoft in Sea of Thieves. I think it looks awesome. So I just—it's sad to see this happen along with Phantom Dust. Um, did you guys read that? I think it was Kotaku article about the way that Phantom Dust was handled. Like I think Giant Bomb talked about uh, it this week. It was fucking crazy. Like they didn't know that they were going to have an E3 trailer when they showed it. Like Microsoft made that trailer for them, and apparently they just told the developers like. Look out. You guys should probably watch E3. There's something cool that's that's there for you. Um, they were committed to in some interview by having this like huge, sprawling JRPG story that they had never planned on. Um, and then the game itself got shut down when they asked for more money. Like, it is... When was it, that officially... Shut down? Mm-hmm. Um, last year, I think, or because like the, early 2016? The last thing I've got is it's back. Is it actually back? June 2016. It's a Polygon uh, article. Arrives this year. We'll see. I mean, I had not heard that story, and people are, like, podcasts that Come I'm on, news guys. Are, like, still all talking about it like it is canceled, so I don't know exactly what's going on with that. But either way, um, it's it's sad to see, like, any exclusive go away, because it's definitely... Oh, Spider-Man, by the way, for uh, PlayStation as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, they have a strong yeah. lineup. You're right. And Knack 2 and Gran Turismo Sport. <laughs> Gran Turismo. God. <laughs> Either way. They um, had a genre by the balls, and they just it took them slipped too long. it in its Gandhi and just <laughs> let it ride. I hate you. Go forth, Josh. I hate you so much. Um, the last bit of news that we're going to talk about is the Nintendo Switch. Hey! Nintendo had their kind of real large-scale unveiling this past week, um, including an event from uh, Japan, which I'm sure we're going to talk in depth about, uh, as well as the Treehouse Live event the next day. And we had a poll a... about that. The second most uh, responded uh, to that poll was it was Japanese as fuck. Oh, it was. It, it very much was. <laughs> it got 33% um, of the vote. <laughs> yeah, it very, very much was. We didn't do a poll this week. We didn't. We can I blame you. One. That's fair. It totally is my fault. Either way, uh, so we have a lot more details on the Switch. Um, the system officially comes out on March the 3rd for $299.99. Which is higher than I wanted, but still in the sweet spot of affordable for sure. Uh, not the worst thing. It could have been $400 and would have seemed it way depends overpriced. Depends on how many accessories you put with that. <laughs> yes. Uh, accessory pricing, which is definitely over the top. I'm upset about the things I've got to buy for it. But not as – like, there are a lot of accessories, but not as many, like, necessary ones as as originally anticipated for sure. Uh, in terms of the actual system, I think it looks great. They showed off a lot of awesome hardware in terms of – I think the the – Technology within that Joy-Con is really, really cool. I know that people hate the name of the Joy-Cons. The size is I mean, definitely uh, Gandhi-sized. 
<laughs> there it's, you go. Lean right into it, Josh. Hey, yep. However, the 3D rumble technology that they showed off, the like IR sensor on the front, uh, I think there's a lot of really cool things to, that they could possibly do with that. Uh, I am yet to be sold on it, like being used for a game specifically. But I think like let's let's start with the hardware itself. Like with what they did show, uh, we'll get to the conference itself later. What did you guys think? Um, it, it it was enough to intrigue me to pre-order the first Nintendo system I've ever pre-ordered. Yeah. Um, I was so, actually really surprised to hear that you were going to pre-order it. I'm, well, I'm I mean, happy. I got kids, and uh, some of the games, uh, first-party games, look cool. The, the um, portability of it, I think, is, I mean, yes, it's I, just such a big selling point for I, me. I think it'll be cool um, if they do come out with that uh, headrest. Uh, pole thing. Oh, for cars? Yeah. Stick the kids in the back and you've already got two controllers. They can play Mario Kart. Uh, you can turn turn on your Wi-Fi hotspot and I can watch Netflix right there. Um, we'll, we'll see about the, 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 the functionality of it. It was enough to get me at least intrigued enough to put money on it so I can hold one for me. Because I know it's Nintendo. They're not going to have a whole lot at launch. Yeah, they yeah. were talking about two million, I think, in the first uh, initial shipment, and I know uh, there were stories that GameStop has already sold out of their allotment completely. They have um, a lot of online retailers, I think, have as well. Target, Walmart, all of those places are, are pretty much sold out. I want to say Amazon is as well. I think that like all switches are currently accounted for. I would not, I would gotcha. not be surprised in terms of like them being pre-ordered in general. Um, Trey, what do you think of the hardware in general? Um, so I, I, I'm kind of with Chuck in that, um, so I did, I also pre ordered one. Oh shit. You were um, originally talking about nine. Yeah. And, and I, I, I kind of kept going back and forth. Um, and then just kind of the hype of everything that that morning, um, I decided to say, fuck it and go ahead and at least put the 50 down to, you know. it's worth it just in case, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm still not, cause I'm still back and forth on whether or not I'm going to pick it up. Um, right now it seems like a, a Amazon is currently unavailable. Yeah. Um, sorry. No, you're good. Uh, right now, it seems like a $300 kind of novelty device. I mean, there's not exactly, especially with me not necessarily being a Zelda fan. Uh, not that I wouldn't try the new Zelda game, but um, I'm just not you know nearly as diehard a fan as, as some of you guys are. Um, so with that being the case, and they're not being like a really strong launch game, um, it's like a thing. Like, I think 1-2-Switch would be fun to play with, like, Lane every now and then again. And, like, Chuck, I totally agree with the whole car thing. Um, like right now Wayne takes an iPod or an iPad or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. it'd be cool if he could just grab the switch if he's playing something. There are often times where we have to like fight if he gets up early in the morning and like plays a game for a little bit. And then I have to like, you know, we go back and forth about him turning it off so we can, you know, leave for school or whatever. Right. Um, it would be nice to just be like, all right, cool. Like just grab the thing and let's go. Like you can play it in the car. We have a 30 minute drive to school. Yeah. Um, so stuff like that I think is neat, but like, that's really it. Like I've not, I'm not sold on it as any kind of legitimate gaming platform. I'm not totally sold, despite the the initial hype. Um, I'm not like super sold on whether or not it's going to be any kind of long term success for Nintendo. Um, I I just like stress pretty hard that in terms of software, it's not going to have great. It's going to be another thing that you buy as your second or third console to play Nintendo exclusives because you like Nintendo, and that's it. Well, Josh, uh, give your feelings on the hardware, and then we can talk about yeah. software. 
Yeah, okay. software is definitely what we'll talk about here in a second. But in terms of the hardware, like I said, I mean, I really do enjoy what they have shown in terms of um, the portability aspect, the idea that I can keep going back and, like, just get home, drop that thing in the dock, start playing, like, Zelda on my, con on my like, TV, and then just pick it up. And when I go to work, like, I've got that there for my hour-long lunch break that I really never know what to do with. Um, the idea that they are selling, which is incredibly smart compared to what they did with their last console, uh, individual docks, because they had talked about selling individual Wii U gamepads originally, and then dropped that idea, said it was coming in the future, and then never did anything with it again. Being able to buy just another dock while it is expensive, um, it's a third of the console's price. Still being able to have that in multiple TVs without having to buy multiple consoles and making it super easy to just port back and forth, I think is really, really cool. There's a ton of smart ideas in what they are doing with the hardware. Um, and for the most part, pricing I don't think is is super bad. Um, they definitely have like the nice advantage of the cost up front. But when you start looking into the additional features and things to make it a more kind of hardcore device in a way, it, it does become harder to, to like kind of swallow the pricing on that. Uh, $10 more for that particular Pro controller than any Xbox or PlayStation controller up front costs is a little bit frustrating for yeah, sure. The cost of the accessories is the, rough. The only it's thing that I think is egregious actually. is those Joy-Cons. Uh, $50 per Joy-Con or 80 for two is really Insanity? hard to swallow. Yeah, that is that is a difficult price to, to eat. I think the Pro Controllers... Apparently I'm hungry and thirsty. Uh, <laughs> I, I think the Pro Controllers are more egregious do, only because do, do, there's do, a clear... Do, 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 do. A clear point of reference, like, like preset example. I mean, there there were with Wii U um, or Wii remotes though as well. Like those things were only thirty bucks. Uh, no, those Whoa. things or were fifty bucks. Fifty? Were they really? Yes. Yeah, I bought four of them. Really? Yeah, yeah they were forty nine ninety nine. I made a mistake. They are now thirty nine ninety nine for new ones. But Shit. okay, well um, then that's actually right in line. And I feel like yeah, there's I mean, more in here. There's probably more tech in there. They're a little bit. Uh, the, it's amazing how the fact just because they are a very like small device, it makes you kind of not feel like it's worth um we also haven't price of that fifty dollars got it in our hands either it might feel like a really solid you're right it well may. It, manufactured piece of yeah but the the pro controller has a very clear analog that both other system manufacturers have set a very clear price for uh and now like all of a sudden nintendo just went fuck you guys yep are like you're gonna give us money tiny system that you it. really <laughs> probably don't need a pro controller for for a lot of things because let's face it you're going to play mario and zelda on this bitch i mean like why would you pay 70 bucks uh, for you, a pro controller in my opinion those are the games you need the pro controller for the only thing you don't need the pro controller for are things like one two switch i don't think you need the pro controller for mario kart at all maybe mario kart but like i don't want to play that thing on it like unless i'm going to play it literally portably and like while i am like on the go somewhere even if i have that system with me and I, it's it's not connected to my tv my plan is still to just thing that like use that kickstand on the back of it set it up on a table somewhere and use my controller like i i will bring that pro controller with me every day i bring it somewhere i just I mean, don't it's got that little slot thing the the grip yeah Again, and I'd have to, so I'd it. have to have it hands on. Like, hopefully, I know that there's not that that event that they're bringing to like six different cities or whatever. That's anywhere that near us. That, it looks cheap. That particular part looks cheap. Now the um, the charge, the grab. charging one looks a little. It does yeah. look a little bit more sturdy. Uh, I'd have to see what it feels like because right now the verticality of those Joy Cons holding it as a controller, like, it looks like it would feel weird to me. It looks like it's like so much higher in terms of like the space in between the stick and the buttons that I don't know if I'm sold on that idea yet. It's the tall version of the brick from the original Xbox was with 
Yeah. And you turn it on the side and I, I get what you're saying there. But like up. the Pro Controller, it definitely looks very much like an Xbox 360 or, or rather an Xbox One or PlayStation controller in terms of like the size in general, which I think is going to feel much more comfortable. Yeah. Um, I agree with that. Yeah, I, I mean the the hardware in the Joy Cons themselves, I think, is super cool. That 3D Rumble stuff, like the way they were showing the it. HD Rumble, yeah, it looks pretty pretty interesting. Um, yeah, they showed like this is imagine you're holding a glass. Now here we're gonna rumble and you feel like you're shaking one piece of ice and then two pieces and then we're gonna fill it with water and you're gonna feel that like it's it reminded me of the initial selling point on the analog triggers for xbox mm. and the way yeah. that it, like you know you're gonna feel the engine revving with each individual part of the controller when you're playing things like forza um if, if that works legitimately i think that's a super cool thing and i don't know aside from like they showed him playing what like rock paper scissors with the ir sensor on the front but having it be an ir sensor that actually recognizes some sort of gesture i think is it's kind of a cool like in between with the connect in a way um only done specifically on the controller itself I, again, yep. don't know what specifically they do with that, but I think it's it's definitely opening up for some cooler ideas other than just your basic, um, you know, motion controls, which I am, for the most part, fairly over. Uh, but talking about the software, it yeah. is sparse. Yep. Um, it, it was nice to have the show end with an amazing Zelda commercial, or, or trailer, rather, and have that be a launch game. They needed that for sure. Um they started off with One Two Switch, which is officially the worst named video game in the history of the world. Uh, I don't Ooh. know about that, but it's, it's there's a game on the original PlayStation called Irritating Stick. <laughs> to be fair, I bet and that the stick... A Train. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I bet that stick was pretty irritating. Maybe One Two Switch doesn't mean anything. Okay. I, I think they're going for the idea of like, all right, you count one, two, and go. But it's it sounds really weird. That is the the Switch's kind of Wii Sports or Nintendo Land, obviously. Yeah, it would um, be if it would, came with a system. It should be packed say, in. Pack, it should be a pack in. It should be packed in for sure. But in general, like I think it it looks like it could be fun. It's not. I'm not gonna you know be suckered in on that one this time, mainly because I don't have it for pack, like packed in with the system anyway. That's a thing that someone buys right before we have a get together for a Super Bowl or a. New Year's or whatever. Yeah. I could see that, yeah. That's um, when that game works. I could see that. Oh, one of the pieces of uh, hardware news that we didn't talk about is the fact that you can locally uh, sync eight of these together, which I think is, like, really cool. But, you know, you could do nine with the PS3. Nobody ever fucking did it. I mean, no games took advantage of it. I, I would assume that I'm Nintendo most likely will. But even things if like... Pro, if it's a piece of, like, a selling point, you would think that the console would use it at some point. Like I, I would think, never did. I would think that like getting a group of people together to play some like local uh, Splatoon two, which is one of the games they did announce, would make sense. Like you get people together, just playing it. Yeah, I mean, why not? We used like because how many times? Like how many times did people get together before? I get that this was before the internet, but like some of people's most fond game memories in general were playing GoldenEye together or playing yeah, but those uh, Halo at land now. parties. I'm just saying, like it. And name Chuck. <laughs> that's <sighs> fair. But it's it's still a point where could like, I could see it being done. Like if we go like if if we ever start going to midnight movies again, and like there's that long wait time, getting a couple switches together because we all have them. You're right. There, I'm not saying there aren't situations. I just don't think. It, again, I don't, it doesn't seem like a selling point to me. It seems like a one-off, random thing you might take advantage of once or twice a year. There's not a like a thing you're going to use on the weekly or or you know even monthly. It just conversely though, uh, excuse me. Conversely though, <laughs> there's a Sega CD game called Wild Woody. Yeah, Wild one. Woody. Is, is that got Gandhi in it? 
you really just took time out to look up the worst video game names of all time? Yeah. That was one of them. All right. Another one's Princess Tomato in the Salad Kingdom. That sounds awesome. <laughs> and awful, though, because tomatoes are gross. That's fair. I love tomatoes. Ugh. I'd eat one like a fucking apple right now. God, I saw a video online today of somebody making a BLT in which they use tomatoes as bread. And it made me sick, like physically ill and angry. Um, what else was announced? Spanky's Quest. Um, so Mario Kart 8 Deluxe was announced with a... That's not a launch title, though, is it? Uh, no, it is in summer. Or no, April. I think. What are the actual launch titles? The launch titles they showed are... a bunch of fucking games, but they didn't like. So the launch titles are Zelda: Breath of the Wild, uh, Super Bomberman R, um, One Two Switch, Switch, I think, and there's like one more that I can't but remember. Wasn't right it now. Uh, Springs or Punch or some Arms? Arms, Arms. is not until Spring. Yeah. Oh, what? So Arms, even actually, that shitty game. Arms, Arms actually looks like it could be fun if you're okay with motion control. control. Uh, people, anybody who played it actually <laughs> had a lot of fun with it. Anybody who played it played it for four seconds and then laid down. Do you like? No one played Wii Boxing for more than a minute without nope. wanting to fucking die. I mean, Cherry got winded from Wii Bowling. Yeah, man. <laughs> like just watching it is fucking exhausting. There's a game called Sticky Balls. Shocker. <laughs> No, I haven't, I haven't seen that one yet. I'll let you know, though. <laughs> um, Skylanders Imaginator and Just Dance are the other two. So, so oh, a shit lineup right yeah, now. Yeah, the, third, the third party games. Um, yeah, those are the launch titles. Splatoon 2 was announced for summer. Yeah. That would be um, fun. Mario Kart 8 does have battle mode in it for real this time now, which was like the main complaint that people had about the original game on Wii, or Wii U, rather. Uh, they announced... Which was, in my opinion, probably the best announcement of the entire thing, Super Mario Odyssey. Which Odyssey I think awesome. It looks fantastic. Especially I mean, that was great. Anybody that thinks that's just, was well, Mario not a real person now? What the fuck? Have you seen comments like that? No. Uh, you, of all people? Anyway, um, like, I mean, get the fuck over it. It's Mario. It's a video game. Yeah, it doesn't make sense that people would be upset. But yeah, so this is very much in the vein of Mario Sunshine in 64, which I think is great. Um, I will admit that, yes, when I first saw the trailer, it didn't look great in terms of graphics. But when you watch the, the, the direct feed non from the conference, oh, I thought uh, it, looked it looks amazing. much smoother and looks much, much better. Because I was not impressed with the graphics on it initially. And uh, this is a console that's not going to be as powerful as the as the uh, quote-unquote HD twins. Um, but the concept of that... that. A lot of people do. Those the, people suck. Yes. The concept of that game in general is super cool. They can put so my it, HD it, twins in their mouth. It does seem to Balls. be... <laughs> it does seem to be that the real world, or my favorite thing in the entire conference, New Donk City. Um, <laughs> yeah, New Donk. Donk with a K. Yes. It's the best. <laughs> it's not like you said Dong. Nope, New Donk Which isn't City. much better, but still. Anyway, it is uh, the hub world, or so it seems to be like the, the Peach's Castle in this particular game. It seems to be, initially I thought you jumped off of buildings into the actual like worlds the way you did. You jumped into paintings. Right. Um, but instead, it looks to be that actually that ship that he jumps into seems to be the way you get back and forth. Like I think you go to the helipads, because at least in that trailer, they showed him jumping into that weird Mario-ass ship and flying off yeah. into the distance from the city, and then you saw that is where he came out for the actual world itself. So you think the uh, the ship is the hub world? No, the the city is the hub world, but you go from the city to other worlds Via in the, the ship. ship. Yeah. See, I, I was kind of picturing the city as one of the worlds. 
because they were all very, very, very diverse, and that would fall in line with that. So if the the ship, like you, you get in the ship, and then it takes you to whatever, like a Mario Galaxy kind of thing, and then you pick what world you go to, I would not be surprised if that city was one of the worlds. I wouldn't be surprised. I think that it's not going to be that, just because, like... They showed they like kind of went back and forth with it a couple different times as well. So, I'm either way. I think that him being in the real world is kind of funny and kind of cool at the same time. Um, seeing it like the platforming and the using the hat for platforming as well and using it as a weapon, I thought was really cool. Like they do, they do enough to kind of change the way that or to add to Mario's repertoire to make it a little bit more interesting. Um, the hat's not going to have eyes though, is it? No. Yeah. Oh, does it? Yeah. It didn't was in like, any of the foot. It did in the logo, but I don't remember seeing it in any of the actual footage. Yeah, I didn't I, either. I guarantee you there will be some kind of cutscene or something. Like, there's no way they made that big of a point of that thing having eyes at the end. It was like this like giant stinger on the end of the trailer. Yeah, and then what's his name had a, a yeah. hell eyes on it and shit. I can't see that play. It's, it looks like it's going to be a character in the game. I'd rather play Tongue of the Fat Man, which came out on PC in 1989. You gotta stop. I'm like, do you though? Um, Xenoblade Two was announced, which I think is awesome. But that is again a a Rob and Josh Barnett as game. Um, it's a very niche title. Yeah, they did confirm um, that FIFA and NBA Two K eighteen and Skyrim are all coming out on the system. Skyrim was one where I'm like, like I get it, portable Skyrim. Like there are people that are excited about that, I'm sure. But like this idea of like getting really fucking stoked that the this new system that comes out in 2017 has a 20 like 2011 game on it it's kind of fucking it's crazy to not me. to mention the fact that it can't it the a cartridge cannot hold all of that shit it's like a it's like an 80 gig install on the the remaster i mean i guess it can hold some of it it may not look as great or something, but I mean, I assume it's at least the whole game. I don't know if it's the DLC and stuff or not. No, but. it's the full game. It is not, so it is similar, but not quite the the remaster that just came out. Um, it is kind of an in between. It definitely has the upgraded color palette, the upgraded texture pack, and things like that. But it's not quite as enhanced as um, the HD remaster that just happened. But either way, um, the thing that people are getting excited about for that is the. I mean, again, it's it's taking advantage of the system's portability, like being able yeah, to just, just like pick up and go. People are like, dude, people are still playing that game. I hate that yeah, game, but it's people crazy. are fucking still it's playing crazy it. It's crazy that I mean, and there will be fans that do this, but it seems to me like it is the most hardcore of hardcore. That have already bought that game on their like on their Xbox 360 and then on their Xbox One like just this past year and now like in March or April or whenever are going to <laughs> purchase that game for a third time so that they can beat it again on the go. I mean, th- I'm not saying there aren't people that will do that. I'm just saying that I don't think that's any sort of like big crowd of people who fall into that particular very specific umbrella. I would be shocked if that game in its I get now. We already talked about the week launch lineup, but from the time that system launches to the time that that Skyrim comes out, I would not be surprised if that is a top five selling game for that console. Oh, I think over the first like year, first year and a half, eighteen months, it'll be a, yeah. a top I five. I mean, there, I guess there are probably game. some Nintendo fans who have just never gotten to play Skyrim, which I can see buying it. There's going to be people who aren't Nintendo fans who's going to buy a Switch so they can play Skyrim I mean, in their car. To be fair, there. Um, yep, that's just the way it is. 
they're also uh, putting Minecraft on this thing, so that whenever that comes out, will be the top selling game on the system. That'll be the every year. Yeah, Minecraft the number and one. And uh, the complete collection of uh, story mode as well, they said, yeah, is coming out as well. Yeah, I mean, Telltale is, is going to release everything on this thing going forward. Oh, absolutely. Which would be super cool. I mean, let me tell you, if I could take this thing on a plane, and yes, I'll have to get some sort of battery solution for it, but if I go on a cross-country flight, and I can How play... How much do you get on a plane and go across the country? Every goddamn day. My brother and mother, me. like my mom and my brother live out of this... like. On the other I mean, side of the country. I'm aware of that, but and, I also know in, that in, I've known you for like four years. In every recent weekend. years, I haven't gone. But when I first moved out here, it was like four or five times in like two years that I went out there. And you know why and he I, doesn't go? Because he can't play Mario Kart. And exactly. Exactly. Look, this I will never Trey. visit my family again and Nintendo, until Nintendo fixes this shit. Yeah. Yep. Fuck you, 3DS. <laughs> yep. You guys are assholes. Um, the, I took up for you. Gandhi. I appreciate that. Yeah, Gandhi. So wrap that little peanut. In terms of uh, things that we were maybe expecting to see and didn't want to see, like we're, I, I have one big disappointment of what I didn't see. But did you guys have anything that you like really wanted to see software wise or oh, feature in the system, man. like in general? I wanted to see more software, but other, yeah. no, no specific software that I, I mean, didn't see that, that I thought I would. Almost like every system, though. Yeah, and I, you, um, Nintendo I think has. They should have waited for the launch. To be honest with you, really? I mean, yeah, I mean, because if let's say Odyssey comes out in October, why not wait? seven months build it through e3 yep and have two quadruple a titles launch at the same time yeah i can see that um I, they have also said by the way that in the quote coming weeks there will be more software announced but it's um, not going to be any like freaking you know amazing game or they would have put it on that announcement god just think of the the sections like at stores and stuff there's going to be what four games and yeah, I know that be there's going to little... be some like EA Sports games and stuff like that, and people will buy those. Yeah, they'll be fine. they'll be you know ten, twelve games at launch, and then there'll be a bunch of like blank empty cases, or not blank cases, but empty cases with a bunch of cover art for everything that's that's coming out, coming get... out, and that's that'll be the little you know two foot wide section, and yeah, every GameStop. Um, but for for me, the thing that I or wanted. Wherever. The thing that I wanted yeah. to see, which was rumored and surprised they didn't show it, uh, and actually I do think this could be one of the games that they do show within the next couple weeks, is uh, that rumored third pillar for the Pokemon games. There, I would bet you any amount of money you want that they do not, between now and March 3rd, announce Pokemon. May, not as a launch title, but I could totally see them doing that. I mean, and, and I don't just, I'm not saying that they'll never announce that game, though I do think it's somewhat unlikely. Um, I don't necessarily think it's impossible. But announcing it between that event and the launch of the system, I will bet you any amount of money that does not happen. That won't happen. What I may can see that happen? Being an E3 thing, maybe. What may happen? Fire Emblem Fates. A they did announced actually, a Fire Emblem. Um, well, they no, I mean like Fire Emblem Musou. Yeah. Yes, but I'm talking about the, a, a port of a game that's already come out that would be easily transferable sure. to that. There's that actually could a, come out within a month. A website that showed up like today that says that. Is leading to Fire Emblem Fates being. I would. I would not be surprised. Or like Even a if Mario it was a Maker, I can see like those kinds of things. Why didn't they put fucking Mario Maker on there? Uh, well, the thing is, right now, I'm pretty sure the issue is you can't to have it up on the TV. You, you have, have to have, it, have docked. it docked. And if you have it like into create levels and stuff, you would want it up on the TV and the touchscreen to then like move things around and fix the levels. I mean obviously they've done they've figured something out because of the 3DS in terms of like small screen size, but the issue there is it's still a you know, it's a 3DS so it has two screens. Um 
Yeah. Um, I, so. I, I think that because I know people who say the same thing, I don't feel like you need both of those screens going at a time to make a world or to play that game. Like, I now, granted, I haven't I played mean, that it, game has but looked like. Uh, yeah, the but... the ability to build a world in that game is not resting solely on having a touchscreen. It helps. It makes it a quicker experience. But you could totally yeah. build a game in a. They could absolutely have a creator uh, mode in that game that is one hundred percent done with a controller. Could, could you not like make the level when it's in handheld mode uh-huh. and then dock, dock it, it and then play it mm-hmm. on the TV? That's what you would want to do anyway. Yeah, well, I mean, I think, like, now, like, with the Wii U experience, you have, like, this, you know, you have the level up on a big 60-inch TV, and then you're just making small changes to where, like, stuff is positioned and stuff with the touchscreen. I will say, they did mention very quickly in passing some sort of, like, smart glass style yeah. app. Now, that might be a solution yeah, to that, um, that issue. And, I, I mean, I haven't played Mario Maker either, I guess, to be completely fair, but everyone that I've talked to... Or everyone that I've heard on any kind of like podcast or anything that got into that game with like you know any sort of detail like claims that the touch screen like the touch experience is kind of vital to editing and like creating levels in a way that is efficient or like fun or not doesn't make you want to you know fucking kill yourself. So damn, indeed, touch screen it is then. Hey, I'm just saying that's what they said. That's their words, not mine. Yeah, but I would expect there to be some sort of new Nintendo Direct announcement within the next um, month or so for a little bit more information. They do need to detail the online service a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they do. Yep. They need to detail. Uh, there was that really fun parental guidance video, which yep. was was really cute and actually had some really cool ideas um, for sure in terms of yeah. being able to. It set, reminded like, me a lot of like how Apple does their uh, um, parental controls now. Yeah. That, T-Mobile, full disclosure, I work for them, but we we have a family allowance feature that you, you say can... say G-Mobile? Yes. Uh, we, we got a, a family allowance feature that allows, like, a lot of those same kind of restrictions to be placed. Yeah. Um, it's it's a smart way to do it without just, like, blanket covering. Like, you just, you can't do this whole you thing. You can't play maturity games. Yeah, being able to set yeah. certain limitations and, and like, get a, a daily tracker sent to you as well. Like, it is it is cool. Um, the video was really cute as well with Bowser and Bowser it Jr. Um, but, yeah, the, the online functionality seems to be linked specifically with that that smart glass type app and then the actual gameplay and voice chat and everything is done through the system itself uh i'm intrigued to see maybe they do the voice chat through the app itself and that helps minimize some of the battery drain for doing something like that um i'm intrigued to see where they go from that but right now i am really excited still for it i do think the presentation was way too japanese and way too kind of clusterfucked there were a lot of times where like they brought somebody up to not show or say anything um, they had the guy from Sega come up and basically just say, this is a thing that exists, and we're thinking about maybe putting a game on here. Uh, yeah, and, have and a good then, day, like, bye. Yeah, he just walked <laughs> off stage. And then Suda51. Sega, bitch. Yeah. Now, uh, Sonic Mania looks awesome. That is the coolest collector's edition I've ever seen, and that includes fucking Breath of the Wild. That thing is fucking bad. I do. Is that the one with Sonic standing on the Genesis? Well, not only that, you touch it, and it plays the Sega music, and there's a Sega cartridge of Sonic that slides out, and there's a fucking golden ring inside of it. I didn't even see all that That's badass, man. That is really cool. I'm really upset that the Zelda um, Sword Edition or whatever is sold out everywhere and that it was not coming to physical stores. Um, That sword kind of looks cheap, though, dude. I'll go ahead and tell you right now. I would still love to have it. Yeah, you would. Either way, um, I'm excited to see more of what's coming for sure. I am, too. I appreciate that. (laughs) It's 
It's going to be great. All right. We're going to wrap it up on that because I don't know what the fuck is Yeah, we're going to wrap it up. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening and watching on Facebook Live. And I'm so (laughs) sorry for everything that has happened tonight. Um, But make sure you check out our Geeks Geek in which we actually get into um, some more predictions this week in terms of what is coming up in 2017 with video games. That was a very abrupt ending. I thought somebody was going to say something else and you guys just like nobody wants to do anything. Gandhi 2017. Peace out. Thanks for listening to the Free For All podcast. Hey, we just wrapped up another incredibly mediocre show. But if you somehow miraculously stomached any of that, go check out our mostly empty site at freeforgeeks.com. That's free, the number four, geeks.com. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes and make sure you rate us as well. Five stars. There are some Android apps too, probably, so do some legwork and figure it out. But you can also follow the show on Twitter and Periscope at FFA Podcast and us individually at Trey Elliott 22, at Eastwaf. What F, motherfucker? At FFA Josh and at Chuck Nally. You can also check us out on Facebook. Lastly, but certainly not least, send any suggestions for discussion topics to podcast at freeforgeeks.com. We crave feedback, but rarely get any, so send us some, please. Anywho, thanks a lot, and we'll see you next week.